Welcome back to Feeding the Family with Dr. Kristen. I'm your host, Kristen Saxena. Are you looking to start meal planning or improve your meal planning, but feel a little bit overwhelmed by the resources that are available to you and how to use them? On today's episode, we're joined by Riley and Ronnie from Plan to Eat. Plan to Eat is a simple digital method for getting your meal planning on the first steps to success. Well, thanks for joining me, ladies. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So we have Riley and Ronnie with Plan to Eat. So Plan to Eat, for anybody who's not familiar, is really an app or electronic means that people can use to meal plan. And in addition, you two uh, host the podcast, the Plan to Eat podcast that's associated with that company, correct? We do, yes. Yep. And how long have you guys been doing that? So I've worked for Planty for eight years, um, but we've been doing the podcast for about a little over a year. And then Ronnie, you've worked for Planty about four years. Is that right? Yep, exactly. Wow. And um, one of my favorite quotes that I saw on the Planty website was they called it outrageously empowered meal planning. And I thought, well, anybody that doesn't want to get on board with that, like, I mean, that just sounds wonderful, right? (laughs) That's a more recent tagline that we've developed, but um, we certainly um, want people who use our program to feel like they can do it um, and that they get to take control of that in their household. And so that's kind of where that tagline came from. So I love it because I think that, you know, it sounds, I think a lot of people when they they first think of meal planning, it just sounds like, you know, one more thing I have to do, one more chore. And I sort of love this concept of it's actually just you sort of taking the driver's seat in your daily life, in your week. Um, and it really is a way that you can kind of empower yourself to feel like this is something I've got under control um, and that I can take care of to take care of myself and my family. And it kind of brings us to, you know, we had chatted and we were talking in our last episode with Marcia Smart about meal planning. And in that episode, you know, I, I feel like I came up with this brilliant idea of like, oh my gosh, you know, meal planning is the perfect New Year's resolution. And I don't hear of anyone, I've never heard of anyone that was like, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? But it's like, oh, meal planning, right? But I was like, oh my gosh, I really think it is because, um, you know, if you think about the things that people say for their New Year's resolutions, they're like, oh, I need to eat healthier, I need to get myself organized, I need to start saving money, um, you know, I really wanna reduce the stress in my life. And we all do that, you know, we, we walk into the New Year and we're like, have these giant, overhauls of our life that we're gonna do. And I was like, oh my gosh, meal planning kind of like, it's like this little thing that you can do. And it actually checks all of those boxes. And I love thinking of like, is there just something small I can do that has this enormous return on investment for me in my life? And I was like, meal planning. Why hasn't anyone ever thought of this? Or maybe you have, but for me, I was like light bulb moment. I'm gonna become the poster child for promoting this. So um, the other thing too is I'm a huge um, data nerd. Like I just love, you know, research and I'm big on facts and not feelings. Like let's collect some data. So, um, you know, I think we all think meal planning, that's great. You know, of course that's something that would be good for me to do. But um, 
you guys at plan to eat have actually collected some data from your users. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've found with the, the research that you've done actually on, on your customers? Yeah, so the last time we did our customer survey was actually in 2017. So we should probably redo a survey at this point um, to get a little bit more updated data. But in general, we we were interested in like the benefits that people were seeing from meal planning, because like you said, it's not it's not just planning out your meals. Like we fully believe that meal planning solves so many different problems in your life um, and just has like a massive positive impact. So some of the things that we saw were that people were spending a lot less money on food every month. Um, So like our stat is that people were spending 23% less on groceries every month. So if you were spending $200 a person, you're then reducing that to almost $150 a person every month. Wow. yeah, so that's really that's a big one. And I know right now mm-hmm. we're all kind of trying to be budget conscious and think about that. So and um, the thing is, is that it's just as simple as creating a meal plan. It's not like they were doing anything above and beyond creating a meal plan to see that. It's just that they were going to the grocery store with a plan in mind and items on their grocery list that allowed them to be intentional with the purchases that they were making. And that was the thing that saved them money, you know, instead of just going to the grocery store and randomly piling things in your shopping cart yeah they were buying things that actually had a purpose riley would you like to talk about another one (laughs) um yeah let me see ronnie could you shoot over that stats page are you looking at it right now yeah (laughs) it's been a while since i've looked at this data okay um we had an impressive number of people respond we were overwhelmed with the number of people who were so compelled with meal plan- meal planning in their day-to-day life and how much it impacted them. And so we were overwhelmed by the amount of people that contacted us. So, um, yeah, let's see. Another one of my favorite ones um, is that people just knew what was for dinner. <laughs> 86% of people reported a decrease in anxiety about meals. Um, I'm a mom, I have kids, and it's oh it can be overwhelming just just one other thing of what's for breakfast what's for lunch what's for dinner um going to the grocery store that whole process is incredibly overwhelming and so the fact that 86 percent of people felt that they were that they had reduced anxiety in their life yeah. in some way um to me is a huge win um because if we can take away just some stress in someone's life i love that um and i think that that's huge and not necessarily something that people talk about but like you said i mean 86 percent of people are noting like yes like this significantly reduced the anxiety and i yeah. think it's it is it's something you maybe don't think about but it, it's like it's constant you know it's like people keep eating you never get done feeding mm-hmm. people <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's to-do list every day is so long. Mm-hmm. And so to just feel like it's one more thing to feed everybody, um, just taking that away and being like, I know what we're having. I already bought all the ingredients. I just get to go make it now. Um, that, that's that's a really big deal for a lot of people. And I think that that spills over <laughs> into other aspects of life. Um, and so you can do other things when you're not spending time stressed about that. You can spend your brain energy on whatever else you want. So Right. Well, and I think that's the other thing, too, is we've talked about that before, is it's like the decision fatigue that you get. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, anyone as a parent, as an individual like a working person all of it you make decisions all day and they seem little like oh i'll just decide what to eat but but it really does add up and so i think that that's that's huge 
Yeah, and I would say when you're trying to make that decision for other people as well, you know, like if you're deciding what's for dinner for the entire family, like that compounds that decision fatigue because it's not just, this is just something that only affects me. Like it's affecting everybody in your house. Right, and you will hear about it if people don't care for your choice. (laughs) Well, and this one really spirals into another one of our stats, which is that people eat better food Mm -hmm. when they have made a meal plan. Um, Because I think when you're stressed about it and you just need something quote unquote easier and you're just wanting to reduce that stress because you didn't make a meal plan, you're going to resort to things that maybe you didn't really want to. Maybe that's eating out and spending more money and eating out and maybe eating something that's less healthy um, or you're, you know, popping a frozen pizza in the oven. And there's mm-hmm. honestly, there's nothing wrong with that sometimes. Um, but when you default to that over and over and over again, it can just feel like a bur- even more of a burden, um, particularly if you're just trying to feed your family a really healthful meal. Um, and so our stat around this one is that 73% of people increased their consumption of healthy food. Um, and we know that eating at home just automatically is healthier mm-hmm. because you're cooking it, you're using ingredients that you chose and things like that. So I think those two stats really go hand in hand because the anxiety can lead to bad choices or and I hate to even use the word bad, just a choice you may not have wanted to make, um, which then leads to maybe spending more money and just some other things that you don't want out of choosing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think just being more intentional about it makes you, you know, those choices are usually just, even if it's like just a little, a little bit better, a fraction percent, you know, you, with your frozen pizza, you plan to have a salad, you know, it's there because you planned it and you eat it and, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. that much better. So I think that totally makes a lot of sense. Um, And I think one of the other ones that I had saw was uh, from your users, um, 46% more had meals together at home. And Mm -hmm. I'm a huge, huge fan of family meals um, and all the benefits of that. And so not even withstanding that, I mean, probably my real wish for everyone for New Year's would be that you eat more meals together as a family. Um, But knowing that if you don't have a plan for that, that's not that's less likely to happen as well, um, which spirals then again into all the benefits that come from the family meals, um, health wise, but also just, you know, mental health and outcomes we see for kids and adults alike, um, which I think really, again, like really, I, this might be the ticket item, right? <laughs> this is the one. Well, yeah, that's probably one of our deepest core values at Plan to Eat. It's that we want people to spend more time together doing what they love to do, um, eating together as a family, spending time with people they love, doing what they love to do. Because like you said, the mental health and impacts of that are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, just the community aspect, just sitting and down and looking at someone face-to-face and interacting with them over a meal is really special. And I think we've, we've gotten a little bit away from that in our 2022, um, I almost said 2023. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting there. Um, it, we're getting there. Um, and so, yeah, so this one was a really big deal for us just to see the see this stat and um, see that what we're trying to do is really actually impacting people's lives. So we were really happy about that one. Yeah, I think that brings up a good point that I haven't even really thought about in terms of for adults with a lot more um, adults working virtually, remotely. Um, sometimes that might be the only time you sit down and like face to face with other people, (laughs) real, (laughs) real life people. And I think that, you know, that's something that we'll only, we'll only know in the future. But I have to think that, again, like the mental health benefits from that practice are going to be huge. 
Maybe even more so when you guys repeat your your survey results. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I was hoping. So I want to talk a little bit more about plan to eat itself, um, because I think that it's really um, kind of it, it occupies a sort of unique um, spot in sort of this meal planning online space. And we had talked. I'd spoke with Marsha Smart. Um, about meal planning on our most recent episode. And she was a big pen and paper meal planner. And there was something very lovely about that because, you know, she kept her stacks of meal planning journals for years and years and years. And they almost acted as like a a journal of her life as she could see, you know, moving from t-ball practice to college searches is how she would have to frame, you know, her, her daily or her weekly menus. And so I definitely can see some like nostalgic benefit to that. But on the flip side, I feel like um, more and more of us are moving away from a pen and paper lifestyle. And there's definitely something to be said for, you know, having all of that information at your fingertips, like we all have for better or worse with our phones with us all the time. Um, so that, you know, if I'm at the grocery store, I'm sitting in the dentist's office or whatever, I have access to all this information at all times. Um, and so tell us a little bit about, if you don't mind, sort of plan to eat and what it is and sort of how it came to be. Well, so plan to eat is the things that you talked about that I'm guessing Marsha talked about, but just in a digital format. So we actually like to say that Planty is traditional meal planning simplified because we take the ideas of using your own recipes and then creating your own meal plans. And then the program actually creates your shopping list for you. Um, but it's all, it's all the same um, process that you would use if you're doing pen and paper planning. So like I said, it's all your own recipes. We don't provide recipes for our customers. Um, we have the ability for customers to import recipes in multiple different ways, including, you know, like finding them online and being able to like clip them and put them into the program, but also you know, manually typing recipes in that are, you know, family favorites or ones that, you know, grandma's recipes, those kinds of things. And then we also don't provide meal plans for people. It's all about creating your own meal plan that works for you and your family and your schedule. And then the best part is that the shopping list is made for you because um, if you are a pen and paper meal planner, you might think that that's like a really kind of a hassle of meal planning is writing your own shopping list and making sure you have all the ingredients that you need, all the quantities that you need. And so to have the program do that for you, just really, it simplifies the process and it really makes it take a lot less time. So um, we kind of think of it as like modernizing the older way of meal planning. So I do love that because it's almost sort of this like less is more concept because I think, you know, in the past when I've looked at sort of meal plans online um, or programs that I think kind of try to do the same thing, a lot of them, like you said, are sort of pre-populated with with the plan and with the Mm -hmm. recipes. Um, And it seems wonderful, like, oh, full service, everything's here. But I think it often falls apart because it isn't actually what your family does already and you know in in even if you are trying to meal plan or trying to improve your meal planning the key to success is a lot of just starting where you already are I think and so I love this because it's it's 
caters exactly to, well, this is what we do in real life. And then from there, you know, if, if three times a week I'm used to planning the meals and I would love to do five, well, I can start with three and three is fine. And I'll just throw in the three things that we eat every week. And then, you know, from there, it's like, all right, I've got this under my belt. We'll add in, you know, meal number four and meal number four will be something new I try off the internet or whatever. Um, but I love that because uh, I think that was always the hard part is it's like, well, this is a great meal plan, but you know, Tuesday and Thursday are things we've never eaten. Plus, I've never cooked any of these things before. So even though it says it's going to take half an hour, it's going to take me 45 minutes, an hour. Who knows how long? Because I'm like reading every step and I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, so I really like that a lot. Um, and then how did this how did this come to be? So it really came out of need. Um, are the founder of Plant Eat. His name is Clint. Um, he still works with us. You know, he's our direct supervisor, direct boss. We're a really small team, so we all work really closely together. Um, about 13 or 14 years ago, his wife, um, she just found herself in this position of stacks and stacks of recipe books. And she was trying to figure out how to be a better cook, but also they have four children and she was trying to figure out how to feed all of these children and um, just that part of her life was incredibly overwhelming. So Clint happened to be a web developer and she asked him like, please make this easier for me somehow. Um, and so he he built Plan to Eat and now it's, it's certainly evolved over the years, but he built her um, a recipe book, a meal planner and a shopping list. Um, so she didn't have to sit there with pen and paper and consolidate, you know, three cups of chopped onions and two regular onions and three cups of milk and two cups of half and half and you know in trying to consolidate this crazy shopping list um and so he built the program for her and then realized how helpful it was for her and how it probably would be helpful for other people um and then it's just grown from there and so um he started offering it on like started offering it online and then a paid version and then it's just evolved and evolved until now we have an app and a desktop um site also and so you can meal plan from anywhere and you don't have to be sitting at your kitchen table spending hours trying to do a meal plan um it's it's a lot more simple now that's amazing um and like you said yeah now that you've got it like the mobile version or you've got it there that way you know if you find like oops i have a little bit of time while i'm you know waiting for an appointment or whatever you can quickly pull out your phone and do that meal planning. And I think that's awesome. And I think that those things that are just sort of like born organically out of real people's need, um, I think they tend to to be the things that really resonate with people because generally if you're having those issues, you know, you're not the only one. So I think that that's incredible. I also think, you know, um, it seems like a very, what do I want to say? I mean, the, it's a very straightforward process. So I think the other thing with a lot of these things is you look at them and, you know, it becomes this membership fee that I lose track of, or, you know, you start getting targeted with a lot of other ads. And I was looking through and it it seems like plan to eat is not something like they're very um, dedicated to making sure that this is just a simple, you know, a simple thing that you sign up for. This is all you're signing up for. We're not going to try to sell you or sell your information to other people. Um, It's just kind of good, honest <laughs> salesmanship for real families. I, w- yeah. I would say, oh, go ahead, Ronnie. Oh, I was just going to say that our founder, Clint, really values transparency in our business. And um, yeah, just making it straightforward and not, we try to not, you know, have tracking and we don't sell information. Like that's all, those are all things that are really important to him. So 
the only thing I was going to add is that like we're very customer first um, and we wouldn't want our own data sold. <laughs> um, and so we apply that same principle to the way that we treat our customers. So. So then what about you two? So like Clint, obviously, he, he this is his baby and built out of, you know, real problems he was having at home. So what what motivates you two to get up and work and talk about meal planning on a regular basis? Well, I think some of the things that we talked about earlier, um, you know, I actually wasn't a meal planner before I started working for Plan to Eat. I guess I did it in um, probably a less concise way, a less streamlined way of just, you know, um, wondering what was for dinner and then going to the grocery store and buying extra things and ending up spending too much money and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so when I started working for a plan to eat, it really kind of opened my eyes to like, wow, this is something that's like, it's really helpful and it's helped me to, you know, save a lot of money and save a lot of time every week. Um, and so for me, it's just kind of those benefits are really motivating. And I really want other people who maybe haven't ever experienced those benefits to also see it too and just have that improvement in their life. Uh, for me, you know, it's interesting because I started I started so long ago and I also wasn't really a meal planner. Um, but the reason that a lot of people come to plan to eat is because of a big life event. Maybe they're um, told their diet has to dramatically change or they get married and suddenly they're the ones cooking for someone else. Uh, maybe they have kids or people move in with them and they're the one who's doing all the planning around meals. Um, and so I have had <laughs> the experience with almost all of those. And so I've suddenly feel like not only do I know the program incredibly well because I've worked here for so long, I see the ins and outs, I know exactly what someone should do to do anything inside of Plan to Eat. Um, but I've also had the experience of being our customer, of just like I've had these major life changes in my um, in my life happen. And so I understand the stress related to those things or the pressure um, or just the overwhelm associated with why people start to meal plan. And so um, because I know our program so well and because I've done this for so long and I've, I used to do customer support. So I talked to all of our customers all the time and I knew what their struggles were. I knew what their hangups were. Um, and so now I think my real motivation is just, I get to help other people through those life changes. Um, and I can see it from a bit of a higher view than some people can um, because I am so intimately acquainted with our program and so just you know hearing someone's problem and saying okay well here's how we can resolve that here's a baby step here or um here's a, a feature that would work for this thing that you have a need for um to me it's really fun it's a bit of a game sometimes to figure out how to help people with their specific situations and so um Ronnie and I get to do that on the podcast it's a, it's where a lot of our inspiration comes from is how can we help people overcome fill in the blank um, or how can we help people struggle through this process or um, like you talked about in the beginning just it being this wonderful new year's resolution well we all know that sticking to new year's resolutions is really hard right <laughs> and so how what can we do what can we say what kind of tips can we offer people um, what kind of motivation can we help them realize is there it's the light at the end of the dark tunnel you know you could save so much money on your grocery list and if budgeting is your goal like we can help you with that thing um and those kinds of wins motivate people to continue to do it and so that my long-winded answer that is why our why that's my why so i love it well and then we had mentioned you guys do 
you guys co-host the Plan to Eat podcast. So since you've been doing that for a little bit over a year, what is the coolest thing that you guys have learned on that podcast? That's a great question. That is a really great question. <laughs> I, I A couple of things are coming to mind. One is, and maybe this is, I'm sounding like, um, you know, broken record, but meal planning really can help you out in so many areas of your life. And so it doesn't really matter who we're talking to, um, whether we're talking to a physician who helps their 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 you know pediatric patients in some way or we're talking to uh, someone who works in with people and their budget like meal planning can help across the board um and so while i think i knew that talking to people in so many different spheres of life um you start to realize like it just reinforces it um and it comes up in every aspect like this is a tool that can actually help you so absolutely yeah i would i would say kind of like related to that it's just that I didn't think that I realized how much there was to talk about with meal planning before we started the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're like, we're going to do a whole podcast about this. Yeah. And we, I mean, granted, we've had some conversations go in, you know, little tangential ways, but um, it's pretty amazing to, you know, like dissect one topic for over a year and feel like we're just scratching the surface at this point, even. (laughs) Right. Well, I think it really highlights the way that it's really, it's really our regular habits that sort of determine the quality of our life and so the things that seem sort of mundane and just like not exciting you wouldn't think to talk about are actually like what create the quality of life that we have on the daily basis so I think you're exactly right when you start to unpack and you're like oh it's sort of these little simple things I do that set myself up for success in so many other arenas of life so I think that's really cool and I love your podcasts. Lots of fun. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So uh, lastly, I just want to, I'm sure lots of people are listening to this and they're saying like, this sounds amazing. They're all going to choose meal planning as their 2023 New Year's resolution, change their <laughs> life. Um, so what is the best way to get hooked up with Plan to Eat? Well, they can go to planteat.com. We have lots of signups um on that page um you can find more information about plan to eat on our website um we offer a free trial as well so um, people can get started with a free trial and see if plan to eat is the right meal planning service for them we understand that it might not be for everybody some people might want their recipes given to them or their meal plans given to them in which case that's okay we're we want people to meal plan no matter what so um we know that we're for a specific group of people who you know are maybe transitioning from that pen and paper meal planning um but planteat.com we also have a facebook page and instagram twitter pinterest all of the places we are plan to eat you can also find us in the apple app store and the android app store um so whatever your device is you can also download and get your free trial through that amazing well thank you guys so much for joining me it's really been Thanks fun. For having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Feeding the Family. If you're loving these episodes and finding them useful, be sure and tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way that we get new listeners. And as always, make sure that you join us next week for another great episode.